0: What's going on? What's going on, my people? How's everyone doing tonight? I am Alvin King, host of He Said, He Said, He Said, A Look at the World from a Seasoned Black Man's Perspective. perspective. Thank you all for joining us tonight and for being here on this beautiful April the 28th wintry. Yep, wintry evening. Do you all believe it? It is (laughs) where I am. It is freezing last week. It was, I mean, it was summer. I mean, it was summer for, for real, ladies and gentlemen, last week. But today it is cold. Uh, I, I even put my sweaters away last weekend thinking that you know the cold weather has gone. But that is not the case. But at any rate, I am in a warm, safe environment with all of you. How are you guys doing tonight? And again, thank you for joining us on our show. We have another Let's Get Newsy 8 for you guys. Um, so much is going on in the world and uh, we're looking forward to bringing it to you. Uh, also, I wanna take this time because the, you know, I am not necessarily a, a football uh, guy until the playoffs of anything, but the first round NFL draft is going on. And, you know, for me, it is so refreshing to see some of the, the, the faces on some of these men whose lives are changing right before their very eyes and, and the opportunity that, that's awaiting them to be a part of, of, of a football team that I'm sure they've worked tremendously hard for. Um, so congratulations to all the guys who have made it through the first round uh, NFL draft. And if anybody, for all you TikTok people, th- th- and you don't have to give me credit, But I need someone to create the faces of the mothers or the parents after their children have been told that they're going to be making millions and millions of dollars. Please put some music to that and create something on that because I think that would be so cute. Hey, Blue, how you doing? Um, Also, ladies and gentlemen, um, Simone Biles, the most decorated gymnast in the world, ladies and gentlemen, and her football star uh, husband, Jonathan Owens, They kept it simple for this little courthouse wedding last Saturday, uh, April 22nd. um, The 26-year-old and 27-year-old Owens officially exchanged their vows during an intimate ceremony held at a Texas courthouse while surrounded by their close friends and family. And I'm telling you, from what I've been reading, it was so quick that Simone's sister missed the wedding because they decided to do what they did last minute. Um, the Olympic uh, gold medalist. Uh, she uh, wore a stunning white ruffle gown that she paid $120 for, ladies and gentlemen. And she revealed on Instagram afterwards that she picked out her ensemble days before, online via Amazon, rather than going, you know, going to see it in person. Because again, this is what they wanted to do. Now, a destination wedding for 130, 140 people. uh. uh, uh 130 to 140 people is underway. No details have been disclosed and it will be announced. But I also wanted to say right now that um, all you haters, there are people out there hating on Simone Biles for what she wore. And, you know, you should see some of the, you know, some of the comments that these uh, social media trolls are, are throwing at her about how she looks. I mean, first of all, most of them who are doing it probably don't even have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Okay, so if you, if you did, you wouldn't have time to give her grief for doing something that happy. So I'm gonna leave it right there. She looks stunning and he looks stunning and I'm wishing them nothing but the best. Um, speaking of the best, a gentleman by the name of William Smokey Robinson Jr. He's an American singer, songwriter, record producer, and former uh, record executive. He was the founder and front man of the Motown vocal group The Miracles, which he was also chief songwriter and producer. This 83-year-old singer has recently dropped a new album that he, he, he did his last album a decade ago. Again, he's 83 years old and his new LP is called Gasms. Gasms. I'm giving Smokey Robinson so much credit for for putting that word back on the block. At 83 years old, Smokey Robinson, he's a Motown legend. And again, his last album was like in 2014 with, uh, with friends like um, Elton John, James Taylor, and John Legend. But this trend that he has started with his new album called Gasm, I am loving all of it. I, Smokey, bring your 83 year old green eyes, sing and tell out here and just show America what you can do. I am loving all of what he's bringing. But this word, gasm, it is the new trend word. It means intensely explosive and pleasurable experience or or thing, which, um, you know, I'm sure he's talking about music because at 83 years old, I'm hoping that he's just talking about music. Okay, but congratulations to you, um, Mr. Smokey Robinson. You keep doing your thing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for being here. I see you all out there, but I don't, I'm going to speak to y'all, but I want the guys to come on in here. So if you all are ready, let's get on with the chat so I can bring my. What
1: up? Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everybody. What's
2: up? Hey, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. How you guys doing tonight? I'm with you. I'm in a turtleneck. I did not expect to be in a turtle. Like, I put all this stuff away. So I'm with you, Alvin.
0: Bobby, I'm not lying. I defaulted my house. I mean, my closet. (laughs) I defaulted my closet last weekend. And, you know, I was just, you know, I'm not ready to bring out, for those of you who know, the bosom blouse, the, the bosom shirts yet. I'm not really ready to do that. But. They're in a place where I can run and go, grab and go. If but I don't, I don't I, I, if you need one. But yeah, one. I mean, th- this weather has just like changed drastically.
2: Yeah, Crazy. I was not expecting to be back in this again, but it's cool. And uh, so, yeah. Well, it's
1: good on you. The weather does not <laughs> turn warm until after, like, after April, like mid May. Like, we're going to get into like mid May, and then all of a sudden it's just going to go boop, <laughs> and it's going to be hot.
2: It's going to go for it? and it's going to do what?
1: Get hot. So <laughs> say it, boss, the whole talk. Whole okay. 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 Yeah. I, exactly. I love to watch the weather. So I pay attention, yeah, yeah. We get hooked, winked. That last yep, yep. week when it was warm and everybody was like, oh, summertime. No, it ain't, honey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we got we got some folks who have joined us today. I said hello to Blue. I see a couple of new faces on here. one one beautiful name I can't even pronounce. I'm not even gonna do it um, because it, the name is just beautiful. I know the, the middle name is Jay and the last <laughs> name is Moreno. But the first thing, I'm not going to do it because it's just such a beautiful name. But how you doing, Jay? Welcome to the show. And there's Michi, uh, Michelle Bowie, Sharon yeah. Green is here, Monica. Hey,
2: everybody. Thanks Sean for is
0: out here. We like, we, we like it. We like it. We like it. We well, like it. Welcome to our Let's Get Newsy. Okay? Y'all ready to get newsy on
1: our folks? Yeah, of but course. I want him to tell us how to pronounce his name. You Give it to us phonetically so we know how to say your name. Yes, 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 because I want to say it. So it's like, oh, oh, Lord, <laughs> that was not even close. So I do not <laughs> need Oop, any disrespect. Look,
2: whoop, that was wrong. <laughs> Jay,
1: Jay, I just want you to know that we
0: are live and we are real and, <laughs> and, and, and we want to make sure that, that, that we acknowledge you in the right way. And by saying your name is the ultimate respect. So yes, absolutely. Um, but w- w- welcome to our show. Welcome to our show tonight. So, um, what is going on in our newsy world?
2: Oh, my God. Okay, so, for some of you, I'm going to get us started tonight. For some of you, you may remember or heard about a little party that started down in Atlanta in 1983. It was known as Freaknet. And what started out as a small uh, HBCU spring break kind of gathering in Atlanta picked up steam. And by the 90s, I mean thousands would attend this annual celebration in the park. And I mean, when I say it was a party, I am not kidding you, it was a party. In fact, Hulu is about to release a documentary on Freaknik and it's called Freaknik, the wildest party never told. And the issue that is on the table right now is that they are actually being sued by people to stop the release of the documentary. And part of it is that people are really, really concerned. And interestingly enough, more women actually than men, and I guess I, I, I can understand that given our society and how we respond to females behavior versus that of males, but people are really concerned that their adolescent or young teenager or, or like young adult, I should say behaviors will come back to haunt them. In other words, is the first lady of the church going to be seen twerking <laughs> in, this, in this documentary or the pastor seen rubbing up on somebody? Their people are really, really concerned that their behaviors were documented and will come back to haunt them.
0: Uh, wow, I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm, I'm going your route, boss. Wow.
1: <laughs> I mean, first of all, I am so glad that most of my behavior was before they were cameras. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, well, they thought it was before cameras too. They did, they really did.
0: Yeah, yeah, because if you, I I don't know if you guys have seen it, but just uh, there's a show that, um, again, and I, I always want to say his name, but he's one of the chief musicians on Jimmy Fallon's show. Uh, and you're
2: talking Questlove Love that did uh, Quest Love, Summer of Soul. Yeah. Summer of
0: Soul. I yeah. mean, just think that tape, it was taped and put away in somebody's basement for 50 years, right? Only to be pulled out, and Questlove Love won <laughs> an Oscar. Was it, a, what, what did he, did he win a Grammy or an Oscar? Or I think-
2: I think it was I think it was an Oscar. It I think the documentary, right? for yeah. documentary. He,
0: yeah. he won an Oscar for that footage. So you in know. fact,
2: he was overshadowed winning his Oscar because of something else that happened that ah,
0: night. Ah, that was that
1: night. Yes.
0: yes yeah. It's that night. yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I you think know, it's
1: kind of ridiculous <laughs> I wasn't going well. twerking. But I mean <laughs> it's like, exactly if you were young and going to spring break and doing your thing, that was then.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: your experiences of what you've done have made you who you are. I I would hope that people would not harshly judge someone for being truly themselves in their college years, which is when you were supposed to let go and be a freak.
2: I agree. But if you are walking around today being holier
1: than thou. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, but can't you can't one grow? Oh, yes. One should grow. And one and, should never be judgmental anyway. So if you walk around acting holier than now, you need to be checked anyway.
0: Right. Um, and, now, and, <laughs> if you, and, and if you're and and if you still, if you <laughs> haven't let go of those ways and you're still doing it, and that will also play into your shame and guilt. Yeah. And that's something that you need to deal with. But I think to go on as far as suing the producers or whoever, the Hulu yeah. or whoever is filming this, yeah. I think that's a bit much. And... If you got that kind of time and money to do that, yeah. Well, what were you doing?
2: Well, Well, uh, go ahead, ahead, Bosh. No, I was going to say it depends on what they captured you doing. I guess, but you don't know what they don't
1: capture, right? Right, exactly. Well, I know that there are three women in particular. Yes. Um one of them is like the CEO of this she's multi-million yep. dollar company, and she's just like, I don't <laughs> think that of will be able to keep my business going. People say stop.
2: stop. So,
1: it raises the question, what was she doing? Right.
0: What right. was she doing? Now if oh, I, I can't even at? I don't even I don't even want to say because you know I, I I first of all I'm sitting here thinking. Do I have anything that I'm ashamed of that I've done going to some of the events that I went to through to going growing up? And I. I'm not ashamed I, of one thing. Oh, you can take your hand off your face because <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm just saying I, I, I don't I, nothing that I that I feel so ashamed about that, you know, but, you know, but
2: I, we've been friends long time. We've we've clubbed wow. together,
0: right? Mm-hmm. And
2: I and I will say I don't I can't remember anything that I was ashamed of, <laughs> but I but I, I I do remember nights of dancing that I wouldn't necessarily like to see on Hulu. Oh, they, they call that walk of shame.
1: Call it what you want. All nights I'm saying of-
2: is, what
1: do you mean, like nights on the dance floor or? Nights- yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. I mean, like I I you know I I love to dance and uh-huh. I. I danced more passionately, I would say, when I was younger than I might dance now. And all I'm saying is like, again, not I'm not ashamed, but that's I a bone I, I- that's a bone issue now though can
0: that's
1: hilarious <laughs> can you give us a, a demonstration <laughs> right i mean wait, wait. what did sharon, sharon, <laughs> sharon say what did sharon say sharon
0: say that look if you if if they get filmed to get caught it might get them a show hey okay. oh wow <laughs> hey. okay right wow
1: that's true it, it might be time for a career change and let that launch you into the new you that you have always wow. been in the first place wow. don't block your blessing
0: and just let you know let Turn the, that lemon into lemonade is what okay. I'm saying. Already but what knows. were you doing? What do you think you were doing that was so disastrous? Now you as an adult. I don't know. Thank you, more on look out, Bobby, because you know you you stay more in touch with with that collegiate crowd. Can you please keep us abreast of what's happening? I am happy <laughs> to
2: let you know what's can, going to happen with you, this Freaknik documentary. <laughs> <laughs> can you do that, please? Thank <laughs> you so much. Happy to <laughs> do it, but that, but we do have other news to get to tonight.
1: <laughs> Bobby, I want to know if you find yourself all up in it because I would like to make sure that we all share that. And let me just say this to you, Vash, my brother. Yes. If Bobby Edwards shows up in the
2: Hulu Freak Nick documentary. Yes. I will be the first to tell you, there I am right there. Fly like an eagle.
1: <laughs>
0: Let's see. Yeah. Speaking of birds,
1: speaking of birds, what an amazing segue. Because the birds are trying to kill people flying in the sky. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no, it's it's not been a good week for flights. It has not. Right? Like back in the day, like in the 2000s. Oh, Lord, look at that. You know, 12 or 13 strikes per every 100,000 aircraft was reported. But in like 2019, that jumped up to 22. And just this past week, we have had three, four if you count internationally. Wow, look at that. Did that bird actually break the fuselage? What, look, yes, look. It didn't have a mask on, and was convinced <laughs> it was going to get on that plane. <laughs> it, it me on. That bird was like,
0: "I am in first class. I have,
1: <laughs> I have a ticket for this plane." And I'm
0: Why am I laughing? <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 laughing partly out of fear because I have been on a plane when birds have hit, and and he, you know, we have been flying somewhere. Yeah, and birds have hit, but it hasn't been to a place where some of the stuff that we're seeing right now. Now, and I think a lot of that is due to climate change. You know, I think the climate change because birds know what's going on before we do. You know what I'm saying? I think they know.
2: Oh, and- are you suggesting that people are going to start running into planes? Is that like what are you?
0: Well, not people, but I think oh. the bird issue. I I think, I think that's something to take into consideration. And if from what I have heard yeah. that they're trying to come up with a way to mitigate that.
2: Yeah. I don't because ever it's remember very serious. a bird break the fuselage like that though. Yeah. I've seen, I've heard that they've like flown into the engine or something, but I don't think I've ever seen a bird like stuck in the fuselage like
1: that. That's wild. It's pretty intense. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well they're saying that- You're dating yourself. <laughs> a lot of this is because the, there's an increase in the large bird population. And the birds are not able to hear the engines because the engines are much quieter than what they've been in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, but that bird looked like it was flying at it. <laughs> right. Like that plane did not sneak up on that bird. And no, all of a sudden no. the bird was like, Oh, who are you? And all of a no. sudden ended up into the fuselage. So something is afoot. <laughs> it's something should, is afoot. No. They're like, Look, no clean air, no peace. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say no clean air, no peace? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're
2: gonna make me get up and run around this room. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and Blue points
2: out that animals are in tune with the earth. Like there is yeah. a there is a rhythm, there is a synchronization that that goes on. But Boss, you did not just say no clean <laughs> no air,
0: <laughs> no clean air, no peace. You know, oh he, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yeah, that he, night. Is it? But you know what?
1: I'm not. I'm, I'm here for it. Well, speak, speaking and we just of, had Earth Day. <laughs> it was Earth Day, so they it were, Earth Day. Earth Day. They were like, no, time, we're not feeling Come it. We're We're gonna make a change, and we're doing it this week." Well,
0: speaking of peace, <laughs> DC silly. DC is not at peace right now
2: no, because
0: because our chief uh, of police, Robert Conti, has decided that he's going to resign and he's resigning to um become the um the new assistant director uh, of, of partner engagement at the fbi uh, um now chief conti of course was appointed by um by by mayor bowser in 2021 just four days uh, prior to the attack of the u.s capitol building but mm-hmm. also think think back now he was still on the force during the time that we were going through the whole Black Lives Matter movement and -hmm. all the protests that were coming up through there. And, um, oh, I'm sorry, Blue said he is retiring from the U.S. Capitol Police. I'm sorry, he is not moving on, he is retiring and uh, to to take this new position. But I am so proud of him and the work that he's done in this city For the short time that he has been the chief of police, because D.C. is off the chain right now with crime. And so I I'm I'm sure it wasn't easy for him to say, you know what, we're at this place right now. We got Congress because D.C. is not a state. Mm-hmm. Congress is trying to tell D.C. what to do with their, um, you know, with their laws about, you know, uh, how, how they are going to reprimand, you know, people for the crimes that, that, that they do. And so he's competing against that. Mm-hmm. And so for him to say, OK, you know what, I got to leave. I'm glad that he saw it in himself to say, OK, wait a minute. I've done what I can do and I need to I need to get up out of here. Mm-hmm. But it was a surprise to everybody. No one knew that he was even very much going so. to do that. Mm-hmm. Very much so.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things they've also been talking about is that, you know, as crime has continued to raise in metropolitan cities across the nation, the number of actual police officers continues to decline precipitously each year. And he is hundreds of, of police officers down over the last couple of years. And so the challenge of addressing a, a lot of these issues becomes harder and harder. Right, right. Right. And, and and think of what they um,
0: coming on four days before the um, the attack on the Capitol, the insurrection, right. coming on four days before that and not having the support of this, um, all the support that he needed because they didn't even call in the uh, they uh, declined the National, Guard. Yeah. the National Guard to come mm-hmm. in to, to help out. And so he had to rely on the police officers, and just to go through all that, I, I'm just so happy for him. It is really a big deal. I didn't think it was as much of a big deal when it first happened. I'm like, okay, he's resigning. Mm-hmm. But it is clearly bigger than, than what I thought. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I, I definitely wanna wish him well. I, I definitely, you know, want Do you to you know where uh, he's
1: going on to, to the Yeah,
0: yeah, he's going to the FBI. He's gonna be no. the assistant uh, director of partner engagement. At the FBI, nice. mm-hmm. good yeah. For so he's taking on a job, and if you, for those of you who want to Google Robert Conti, there are some YouTube clips out there, um, him giving his speech this week. Mm-hmm. I urge you, I urge you to go and listen to it because he said some things like, you know, he has to stand up. He said, "I stand here with my chest poked out." Yeah, well,
2: head held no high he, and chest out. Yep,
0: I, I did a good job. You know, yeah. I did a good job, and. If you all don't mind, I do want to take a moment. I did pull something that um, Mayor Bowser, she said, and, um, and I just want to read it to you all real quick. She said that on behalf of our city, I want to congratulate Chief Conti on his retirement and thank him for his service to D.C. for leading the MPD with passion and purpose. He has pushed out criminal justice system to do more and to be better. He has led the MPD through an incredibly challenging time for our country from the pandemic to January 6th and navigating the effects of a shrinking department during a time when gun violence is exploding across the nation. He has been a phenomenal ambassador of what it means to be a police officer in D.C. Brilliant, compassionate, and determined to build a D.C. where all people feel safe and are safe. And we have clearly said that in our... In our discussion tonight, so Absolutely. congratulations, Robert Conti. Yeah. Congratulations,
1: yes. congratulations.
0: Yeah, congratulations. Luck. Good luck. Good all luck. right, good luck. Right. Okay, and
2: there. That's that's a DC rap. That's okay. a DC rap. <laughs> that's a DC rap. <laughs> <laughs> that's a DC rap. A DC rap. And, <laughs> okay. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did
0: I say he was a native? Also, I'm sorry. I had to plug that too. He's a he native. Is a native he he yeah. is
2: indeed a native Washingtonian. Yes, he is. I'm We're sorry, gonna about give him all his DC due. Absolutely. All right, us native Washingtonians got to stick together. That's right. Is that the DC dance? It's a
1: it's a go go version. Okay, I just I know want to make you. sure that if when it... I watch Freaknik, I want to know what I'm looking for.
2: Oh no, they they weren't doing they,
0: they weren't doing a go go.
2: That wasn't it. <laughs> okay, if okay. uh-uh, okay, you're from DC, you know go go. But no, that that ain't good. That is not what would cause a lawsuit. That okay, move. No, right. no, okay. Just check no, it. No, just check no, no, it. No, but yeah. in other news, uh, <laughs> it was a week of a lot of change.
0: And if
2: you, if you were looking at the world of journalism in particular, there <laughs> were a lot of changes going on. And one of them that uh, was the universe, NBC Universal Studios CEO, uh, his name was Jeff Shell, was fired uh, for an inappropriate relationship uh, with a correspondent uh, there at, at NBC. And there are many who believe that, you know, a person at his level in the corporation um, would not have automatically been fired simply because of this inappropriate relationship. There is speculation that there is a lot more that's either coming out between he and other female employees. Um, but it, it, was the, it was the first of several big changes in the world of journalism uh, that, um, that we experienced, that we saw this week.
0: I have to say something about this. Can we go back to that first picture of him?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, uh,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> this is what he looks like now, right? Exactly. Yeah. This
2: is what he looks like now, and so and you, and you see the 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 woman that he supposedly had the inappropriate relationship with. Was that
0: her, or was that his? Is this his wife?
2: I think that's Had. I think that is uh, Hadley Gamble. She's an Abu Dhabi-based senior international correspondent at CNBC.
0: Oh, and so, oh, so is this a person that he had the affair with?
2: Yes, I believe that is she.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay. And, and
2: it being inappropriate, obviously, because of his role, I guess, in, uh, in the corporation.
1: Huh. Okay. Was he okay. her boss? Yeah, what?
2: Was he? I believe so, yes. And okay. there, there's accusations that he has engaged in inappropriate behavior with a number of women, uh, okay. supposedly. I think it's kind of like in that spirit of some of the accusations that were made around like TJ Holmes and women you know and when you're in a position of seniority within right. these corporations that it caused that behavior into question
0: it must be money it's like it must yeah. be money here because just say no you i mean it must be money must have driven money and power must have driven these these women to say yes i mm,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> moving on to uh, <laughs> I was like you are never one to be like without uh, no, he's like ah, ah. I just do not want to say anything inappropriate. <laughs> moving on yes. to we also witnessed Tucker Carlson uh, and Fox News parting ways on Monday. Now it was reported that it was a mutually agreed upon separation, but y'all all know that time reveals the truth and news outlets are reporting that Carlson was mm. fired on the personal order of Fox owner, Rupert Murdoch, for among other reasons, using vulgar language to describe a female executive. Mm. And it seems to also be connected to a lawsuit filed by his former senior booking producer, Abby Grosberg, who claimed that she faced sexism and a hostile work environment. Mm. Now Carlson has been relatively quiet about his departure in part because of threats from Fox, that they would release text messages that were un- uncovered and redacted during the defamation lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems against Fox News. Wow, so there's a lot well, more to so, be uncovered. So, so Fox on is day- using that to keep him quiet. You're saying uh, they've said, "Look, you act up, <laughs> we're gonna release these text messages," and Carlson was like. Po-poop. So on Monday, Fox uh, immediately replaced his time slot with a rotating roster of hosts until a permanent host can be found. But in a video on Wednesday, Carlson implied to his fans that they have not seen the last of him. And just like a fungus, I am sure he is right. Ah! Ow! (laughs) Ow! A lot of people have been talking, you know, talking about the $785
0: million that, uh, you know, Fox had to give up that that played a part into it and how that was just like a drop in a bucket. But mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, it is $785 million. Okay. And if Fox had to do something to help recoup that cash, <laughs> they came up
1: with a plan to get rid of Tucker Carlson because he was, you know, they buy, but he yeah. was their most popular host. Exactly. exactly. And they it lost was... revenue as a result. So I mm-hmm. think that there were definitely other reasons. I concur that he was
0: that, to,
1: yeah to get rid of him i mean yes. and to use it as a, an excuse to clean house so yeah. yes you know but
2: and where there's smoke well some hot britches. and i'm going to say fire but and-, <laughs> and you know
0: they say some of the some of the wildest things come in threes yes. and so right after tucker was sent out was was sent out to the streets here it goes. My 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 favorite, my, I call him my Donna Ross of journalism. Oh, wow. But 57-year-old 50, Don Lemon was yeah. terminated as anchor, at his role as anchor at CNN on this past Monday, just six months after his move to CNN this morning with his co-hosts, Caitlin Collins and Poppy Harlow. Yep. The news came after, though, according to Variety, a story uh, about his about allegations that he mistreated his female colleagues over you know his career over his career there. Mm-hmm. And earlier this year, he faced backlash over widely criticized comments that he made on air um, about a female uh, GOP representative. You know something to do with her mm-hmm. not being in her prime. Mm-hmm. Um, Lemon also announced on the news o- on Twitter that. Um, he was informed by his agent that he was being terminated and felt like he deserved much better than that. Um, I'm going to say that I think it was a setup for him to move from that night show to mm-hmm. that day show. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't mean no harm, but if I got to sit next to a Caitlyn and a Poppy, I'm going to keep my eyes open. Mm-hmm. Okay? Something yes. about that just didn't even... Don, Caitlyn, and Poppy, it never resonated with me.
1: And I- Yeah, it it seemed like a demotion and it seemed like something to get him eventually out. So yeah, in a situation like that, when you're hosting your own show and you got your own gig and you got your own team and then they're like, hey, go hang out with these chicks. You like, didn't see mm, that coming? Let me get my resume together. <laughs>
0: You know, look, I I just think you know I I just think he 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 dug he allowed that hole to be dug. I don't know if he had any, um, you know what his powers were to prevent that from happening, mm-hmm. but he decided to move to that different spot or slot. You know, and, I, think, I, try. I think okay, so I hope I hope here's my prediction before we move on about Tucker and Lemon. <laughs> I think Tucker and Lemon should do a show called Lim Tuck. And they could come together to do a bipartisan talk show. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, what better way to gap some of the um, what do you call it, the division that we have in America? And, and just they think might it, fight. I think, Huh? They might fight. That might be some great reality TV show that mm-hmm. I think that they could make money from. Now, you heard it first so He Said, He Said, He Said Live. But I think they should do a show called Lim Tuck.
2: And one of the things that I love about our show is that it's called He Said, He Said, He Said for a reason, reason, because we have different opinions about most things that we talk about. I would walk on hot coals before I did a show with Tucker Carlson. He is the epitome of what any journalist would never want to be associated with. That man lies knowingly. And like your credibility as a journalist Sitting next to him on a daily basis would signify you totally compromising your integrity as a journalist. I would never do anything with Tucker Carlson. I studied journalism in school, and there is nothing that he does that supports any type of ethical, moral commitment to journalism and telling the truth. X'me.
0: Well, that sounds like you my the, Tucker face. That that sounds like Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> 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 I said, like, go ahead and say
1: yeah.
0: I, 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 I can understand why, why you feel that way. I mean, it's de- definitely true. And, you know, viewers, you know, if you all got something that you all want to say about Lemon and Tucker and who's that other
2: person? Uh, uh, that's uh, Shell, Mr. Shell, yeah. Jim Shell.
0: Say that real fast. Lemon Tucker <laughs> Shell. If you all want to say something about any of you them, know, go ahead and throw oh, it out right. there because I know you, you all have some opinions. But, uh, um, but yeah. to, for all of this to happen in three weeks, you know, in the world, I mean, in one week in the world one of journalism week. was pretty
2: epic. But it also speaks about male behavior in this industry as well. Like, mm. All of them have some type of, some level of accusation of inappropriate behavior with their female co- counterparts, I think that's interesting too.
1: Well, and the thing is, Don's gay, so it wasn't like <laughs> it was right. sexual. He was just. <laughs> was
2: I, didn't say, I didn't say. I didn't say sexual. No, no, I understand. I'm just so saying, much. like, so
1: it's yeah. just. I guess it's just men being stupid. I don't even. I don't even get it. But you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I I found it odd that a left-wing and a right-wing uh, TV personality slash journalist mm-hmm. were let go on the same day, mm-hmm. as if to give both sides something to be happy about and both mm-hmm. sides something to point and laugh at. So to me, I was just like, wow, isn't this so manipulative? I mean, mm-hmm. to think that it was a coincidence, I, I think not. I, I I think not. You don't I think like it was me- a that they both decided, hey, this is the right thing to do, and it just happened. No, I just think that there's more control at a higher level than they were just like, look, That's let's just nice. do this. Both yeah.
0: and 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 we all know, know about that control up there with that mm-hmm. pin that they right. So, especially, yeah. Yes, That's we so. do. All right. Yeah. Maybe okay. it was
1: the AI, because we, we were should... talking about AI. AI was like, look, this is what you should do. This is and what I This It's funny how. <laughs> this is what you should do. So, so it this way. <laughs> so, are look you guys. Like are you guys familiar with AI? Come I, I am
0: to, to yeah to to, to uh, yeah a little bit uh, not enough to say okay I'm gonna go get a job in artificial intelligence but
2: right. mm-hmm. <laughs> no well, I'm not that familiar I'm familiar with it and various forms of it but I'm not ready to teach a class either
1: yeah well let me just sort of give you a a, a quick overview of general what AI is it's you know, comp- computer science is concerned with building smart machines that are capable of doing things and performing tasks that typically require human intelligence, right? And uh, human intelligence is kind of tricky to define, which is why AI is typically distinguished by between two different types. There's a weak AI and then there's a strong AI. And weak AI operates within like a limited context that is applied to like normal problem solving. Driving a car, transcribing human speech, um, curating websites, you know, Mm -hmm. examples of weak AI are like Siri and Alexa, Mm self-driving cars, Mm -hmm. Google searches, you know, email spam filters. Those are like weak AIs. Mm -hmm. Strong AIs would be like a machine that can solve problems that it's never been trained to work on, um, like a human could do these kinds of ai's we see in movies and robots like westworld or like data from star trek and next generation okay. and we're kind of told that those ai's really don't exist mm-hmm. but remember back in july of 2022 when the google engineer blake lemoyne went public when he said hey this ai that i'm working on is sentient mm-hmm. now the mm-hmm. ai mm-hmm. industry continues to tell us not to worry but as recently as this year Elon Musk warned us in an interview that AI has the potential, however small, it's not trivial, it has the potential of civilization destruction. Mm. Now, AI sites and apps and applications continue to increase. What are you guys' thoughts about AI? Are you using it? Are you afraid of it?
0: I'm a pretty innovative kind of person. So for what I know about AI and one of the, one of the questions that I ask, I asked myself to at least get on this page to talk about it is why is, why is it important why is it important to me hmm. and 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 for what I my takeaway was that you know AI in the world of innovation that it, it, it enhances speed, precision, and effectiveness of human efforts, hmm. so that almost sounds like replacing someone someone but In a financial way, you know, AI can be used to identify transactions that are likely to be fraudulent, you know, Mm -hmm. adopt Mm -hmm. fast and accurate credit scoring. So to that degree, I understand AI. um, But is it a threat to replacing people to do jobs that humans are doing right now?
1: Um, in some ways, but so are robots. I mean, we've got robotics that have been doing things. I mean, there's even a McDonald's, I think, in Vegas that's all robotic.
2: Wow. You drive, so are you,
1: you can do a drive-through, you order, you place your order, everything's made, it's packed up, it's delivered to you. No human beings are in that facility.
2: Which is interesting. And
1: Amazon. that's almost like the last
0: McDonald's that I went in when we were traveling, really. There was, like, the people back there cooking, but ordering... You paid at a thing, you yeah, know, you paid your kiosk or whatever. Yeah. And so, okay. So, I mean, I'm not afraid of it, especially if, if if it makes it convenient and I can get things better and quicker.
1: I think the concern is that every time someone is talking to an AI or doing something, with their AI, they say that it eventually sees human beings as being bugs and a virus mm-hmm. and that the better mm-hmm. way to do anything or to get anything done in a more efficient way is to do it without us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think that that is kind of the concern. Um, and I know we get this fear mongering from things like the movie Terminator, which is all about the AI and Skylink and uploading all the information and the AI mm-hmm. becoming sentient and self-aware. Mm-hmm. But we continue to have people tell us oh, you need to watch out for that over there. I right. was just so, going to
2: say we just got a little message from the control room saying that Terminator has obviously taught us nothing, so, <laughs> nothing, absolutely
1: nothing really. at all. So, nothing.
0: I'm 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 definitely for it. I'm, my ears are open, especially because we have talked about it on the show. And you know, uh, thank you, Vice, for for that reporting because I don't know enough about it. But you you put it in a way where. I definitely need to. I feel like I need to do a little bit more research because you call it weak and strong AI. Yeah. You gave it a, you know, a, a, a separation. Yeah. So that has kind of uh, piqued my curiosity. So.
2: I will say very quickly, also from the perspective of uh, of an educator, that one of the forms of AI right now that it is getting a lot of buzz is ChatGPT, mm-hmm. and it's a form of being able to really uh, write an author. Pretty much anything you want. Like you can literally, and and there are a lot of educators right now who are debating, embrace it, be afraid of it, you know. But but folks are being able to literally say, um, you know, I have an English paper due on the value of um, water conservation, Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, it has to be two pages long, whatever. Like, and it will literally Mm -hmm. write your two-page paper. People who have said, you know, I have a speech at a wedding for my brother's. Mm -hmm. I'm making a toast at my brother's wedding, and I love him, and we've always been close. I need a a toast, a quick toast. Literally, it will write the toast for you.
1: And the thing is, there are other AI sites that you can take what ChatGBT has written, because for the most part, it's it's obvious that it's written by AI but there's another site that you can upload that to and it will rewrite it so that it cannot be detected as being AI which is scary but which, I've, you know. I've,
2: we've done a couple of exercises at school with, with chat DPT, and it's not always it it, it doesn't all Necessarily capture the
1: feeling sometimes, mm-hmm. but but it's well written. It's enough for you to have a first draft that you can go back through and yeah. then tweak it so that it sounds Absolutely. like you.
2: Like you, yeah.
1: Sharon well, we said will... that like AI robots <laughs> that learn how to play soccer. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that. That's true. It's like these that's things to actually learn. And when we're <laughs> putting them in bodies, like we're giving AI Absolutely. bodies. Um, They've got the little mm-hmm. dog things that are going around yep. that they can use when yep. there's an accident or a tornado to try to find human beings. Yeah, uh, you know, we're very, very close to having those things roaming the planet, dealing with law enforcement and, yep. you know, well, the yin and more, gang of it needs to be watched.
0: More to be said on AI. It's not going yeah. anywhere, and so no. I urge you all to like as as I will. Please learn as much as you can about it because it is definitely the new. Um, it, it's the rage. That, that's mm-hmm. that's all I can say. It's the rage. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what else is okay. happening?
2: Well, <laughs> you know, there's an election coming up, and already people are starting to throw their hats in the ring. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions that people are asking is, really, really, mm. are the two front runners, Joe Biden? and Agent Orange, who, you know, I never called his (laughs) his name. But the whole question is, there are people who are having concerns about whether or not this man is too old to take on a second term as the president of the United States of America. And Mm -hmm. raising the question as to whether or not, you know, his physical capacities are sufficient to be in the the high level decision-making position that he would be in.
1: Can, um, go ahead, Bob. No, you go ahead. No, no go, you go right ahead. I, I was just simply gonna say, his age and his ability to sort of make those decisions, uh, can he do it? Yes, but is there someone better? Is there someone better to represent the people, the country, who we are, where we're going, that mm. is not an over 65 or 70 year old white man? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We th- 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 there's enough. There should be more choices. We got a lot of people well, in this country. <laughs> there should well, be more than the, the two choices. I believe that we keep who getting. are seventy plus. <laughs> right. That's all I'm saying. Well, and you know, I I'm going to
0: say to that. Uh, okay, does it sound like i said I'm going to say I agree with you guys, but who are these people? You know, who, who are these people, these other people? You know what I'm saying? We, we don't know who they are. I think there are people there. There are people who may be capable to run against him, but they're not there. And if I had to have a decision, we get down to we don't have anybody else, mm-hmm. you know, to do it. You know, bef- as much as I don't, would not want to see Joe Biden because he's getting older To be the next president, I don't want to, you know, uh, vote in another uh, aging white man into that position. Mm -hmm. Before I will see Donald Trump get it. um, I'm sorry, Uh, Joe Biden will be 100. I'll push him to the. (laughs) I will push him in a wheelchair. I, if they gave me the job, I will take it. Before I would, you know, vote Donald Trump or sit back and not vote. Right. And Donald Trump gets in that seat. That, that's all I'm going to say to that, right? Right. because I, until someone comes up and show me different and whoever they are, but I don't know where they are.
2: Well, the primaries will come and there will be other people oh,
0: who, so. who
2: who will likely throw their hats in the ring. But mm-hmm. but and, and, and I hear what you're saying. I, I certainly don't want to see uh, Agent Orange uh, back in. The yeah. White House under any condition, um, yeah. but but I do feel weary of a system and a society that continues to perpetuate a very 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 narrow mm-hmm. um, um, perception of who is positioned to to lead us as a nation. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's. as I said, there are a lot of people in this country Mm -hmm. and I'd like to believe that they don't always have to be elderly,
1: white men.
2: Right. Well... the debate needs to have a twerking that?
1: competition. That's stop what it! I would like to have stop it. Stop it. Are you stop bringing it. us back to pregnant? <laughs> it will always come <laughs> so, back to see, You know what? <laughs> that sounds
0: like the, there was a song, something about something. When you said twerking, all I kept thinking about was something falling. I was seeing a dance and, and somebody, somebody dropping it like it's hot. Okay, yes. uh, so, um, so, you know... That, or that, a death that, drop at a ball, that, at like that, one of the death drops.
1: Bam, that, boom.
0: <laughs> that, that, is a, that is an ultimate segue to one of our major headlines that, you know, I'm going to report on. Ladies and gentlemen, last week, I don't know if you all were looking at the news, but in New York, you all need to be aware, a parking garage partially collapsed in the financial district of Manhattan in New York City. One on April the 18th, resulting in one death of a building manager by the name of Willis Moore mm. and injuring five other people. An employee who survived and, and and who survived and said that Moore himself had been trying to warn the owners of, 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 of the building about the issue because they had found cracks in the floor. Ooh. And yeah, professional yeah. engineers who inspect garages say there may be more buildings in New York City that are of a imme- that need immediate fixing mm-hmm. but I, but these pictures say the same i mean these pictures are to be walking down the street and a building cracked and cars oh start falling out of the sky you can't make that up and i've been in new york on fashion avenue walking and i have seen a woman fall into a grate walking mm-hmm. down the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's unsafe to be in New York. <laughs> all I'm saying is- Oh, but actually you are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I know.
0: I just, it because the same thing can happen with how fast they're building these buildings here. But I'm just saying that to be walking down the street in New York and all of a sudden cars are coming a- flying. That's all I'm going to say. I, I, I don't have anything else to say on, on that subject, except we need to bring this to your attention. When you all decide to drive to New York, you may want to take the bus. You, you are. Park on the street. Go oh, on park
1: on the street.
0: You may want to take the, the train. So
2: that oh I just God. want to bring it to y'all's attention that this is but happening. You. All, right, all right. Thank
1: you. Thank you very all much. Right.
2: I'll remember that. Okay. So, got some entertainment headlines that we want to pick up as well. Yes. I wanted. Yes. I, want I want to do a very very quick and succinct review of a film that I actually went to go see immediately after our show last week, and I really really loved it. It's mm-hmm. called. It's, the name of the film is Chevalier. And it is an incredible true story of violin virtuoso, uh, Joseph Boulogne, Chevalier de St. George's. He was the illegitimate son of an African slave and a French plantation owner. Um, And Boulogne is played here by Kelvin Harrison Jr. in a tour tour de force performance. He rises to improbable heights in French society as a celebrated violinist composer and fencer. Uh, and complete with an ill-fated love affair and a falling out with, of all people, Marie Antoinette, who, whom he becomes quite close with uh, in her court. And the film is rich, beautifully filmed. Um, if I love period films. Uh, and so the costumes, the music, all of it, and yet there are some reoccurring themes. There are three central love interests in his life or relationships that are, are profound, um, particularly around, as we look at the issue of race uh, mm-hmm. globally, not just in the United States of America. As I said, he was a biracial person, uh, yet obviously raised as a black person and treated as a black person. Um, he rose to extraordinary heights in French society. And yet at the same time, his race was always um, an obstacle for him mm-hmm. uh, no matter no, no matter what. And so uh, it is a rich film that, of extraordinary music um, and most importantly, a history that once again, is not taught. For this man to have risen to the heights that he did at that period, again, becoming close friends with the queen, uh, Marie Antoinette, uh, is extraordinary because there were so many reasons that he should have never gotten where, where he got. It's a, it's a wonderful testimony of the resilience of black people and black excellence. Um, and it's a, it's a great film.
0: Well, I'm going to see it. Thank you, thank you for that critique. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to see it. So I didn't even know that it was out until you said it last week. Yes, So I'm gonna gonna check it out.
1: I I like like the name. Exactly. Well, Well, keeping with our look at the world of entertainment, have you guys heard that Red Table Talk has been canceled? I did, yeah. Well, yes. well, it's following Meta's decision to shut down all its Facebook Watch original programming,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So it's not like they just decided to cancel Red Table Talk, all their shows, and there are a number of them have been canceled. And if you go to the Red Table Talk Facebook page, yeah. you see a statement from Jada Pinkett Smith. She says, mm-hmm. we are so grateful to have had such a beautiful partnership and we are so sorry to see the entire team disband. Um, she also says, we wish everyone well in their new journeys and that they are in talks to find a new home. So the show mm-hmm. is canceled from Meta, but it'll probably end up somewhere on in syndication or somewhere mm-hmm. else where you can see it because it was a very well-loved show.
2: I will least. miss the red table. I really, I really will, mm-hmm. um, I think. There were some things that have happened in their personal lives that, mm-hmm. for me, lessened kind of like the validity of the table. Uh, you know that whole notion of coming to the red table with truth, transparency, authenticity, all those things. Um, but but I, I, I there were many episodes that I really appreciated. Well, I hope yeah. it I hope it gets syndicated in some way because there's a lot of people who don't have access to
0: Facebook and how how it was the media medium yeah. that on. So I hope it gets syndicated. I really thought it was a great show. Mm -hmm. And uh, I definitely like to see more of it. And um, congrats. I'm sorry. um, I wish them well. Mm -hmm. And speaking of great show, um, next week is the 2023 Met Gala. It will take place on on May the 1st in New York City. We all know that, you know, the, the Met Gala brings out the most lavish, outrageous, couture, Absolutely. Some, of it, some of it is not even contour. but you know, <laughs> they, 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 they come in rare form. And this year, uh, the theme is called Lagerfeld, a line of beauty. And um, I wanted to say, I shared with Bosch and team, um, we will have a special guest next week who will be giving his critique of the Met Ball. Um, and I don't wanna give it away, you all can see it in promo, follow us, but um, the, it is next week. I can't believe that we've gotten around to the Met Ball already. It like just yesterday.
2: Can I ask you a question? Uh, no, uh, Alvin. Those of us who know you know that you have produced extraordinary fashion shows. You are very fashion forward inclined and so forth. I'm. I'm. There are times that I watch the Met Gala, and I think sometimes when there's a theme, this is Bobby, that mm-hmm. the costumery, if you will can over, like, I want to look at it and see glam. I want to see beauty. Like and sometimes I enjoy some of the fun of the costumery, mm-hmm. but some years it mm-hmm. it seems to have taken away from the beauty of it. Now, I'm thinking with Karl Lagerfeld being the focus this year, that this year might be one that there's just more beauty and glam, like construction, looking, looking at a beautiful constructed mm-hmm. outfit um, might be something that may be more so the theme that this this time. Do you think that's possible? I think we'll have to see,
0: because I, I, think, I think it will raise the level of what we've been seeing in, in terms of the costumey, but Karl Lagerfeld has, has been costumey also, in a, in well. a sense. Okay. His couture has, you know, he was kind of the first. Um, oh, but okay. it, was, it was always glam. Yeah. It, was, it was always glam. So, but I think it's going to be a different twist, something different from what we've seen before, and that's why I thought next week, taking a different approach on how we present our do's and don'ts. It's always Mike, a good night. It, it would be. It would be yes. a good night. So yeah, I think we would to the All Met right. Gala. Are you going? Uh, yeah, right here at uh, we we. He said he said. He
1: said
0: <laughs> we're, we're going I was wondering outside. what you were going to wear to the Met Gala. No, uh, no, we 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 have to talk about some celebrity deaths before we get off of here tonight. <laughs> no, no, that would be the death of me to
2: go to the Met Gala of <sighs> next week. Okay, it would. Be, don't go. Don't go because
0: because I'm not ready.
2: Okay, I I understand. I understand. Okay, so there are some celebrity deaths that we need need to cover, including former Cincinnati mayor and talk show host Jerry Springer. Mm. Jerry Springer, the father, if you will, of the salacious television show, coined the term You Are. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You are the boss. No, but, but, but so many um, interesting five minutes of fame were presented to people. Uh, and he created a style of television shows that certainly separated him from the general typical talk show hosts. Um, and so it was not everybody's taste, but it was certainly very popular. And uh, we wish um, his family the very best and our condolences to all who enjoyed and loved the infamous Jerry Springer show.
1: Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I will say, if you can find it online, because, you know, it's not in production right now, but there's the Jerry Springer Opera. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He it sang was well. Like, well. It, okay. well, I mean, but there's no, a no, show no, called the no, Jerry no, Springer no, Opera, Opera. which was mm-hmm. like being at a mm-hmm. Jerry Springer show, and there's a showstopper. Oh, number. they did a show about, okay, got it. Showstopper number, I Just Wanna Dance. It's about a girl who's dating this guy and she doesn't want to be with him anymore. She just wants to dance and it's a showstopping number. Anyway, if you can find <laughs> it online, I tried to find it on YouTube so I could share the link, but it's, it's not there anymore. Wow. Find it, it's like being at a Jerry Springer show. I saw it three times. I found it was <laughs> absolutely fantastic. I love That's it, awesome. I absolutely
2: love it. Well, rest in peace and power, Jerry Springer. Rest in peace, yes, Jerry indeed. Springer.
1: Well, we also, Harry Belafonte. The dashing singer, actor, and activist who became an indispensable supporter of the civil rights movement has died as well. He was 96 years old. Wow. He Mm. was dubbed the king of Calypso after his groundbreaking hit in 1956, the Banana Boat song. Y'all remember Dale? It starts off, Dale. Dale! Like doing that. Dale. Yep. We want to go. go. Oh,
2: yeah, that's it. Yes.
1: He also became a movie star after acting in the film adaptation of the Broadway musical Carmen Jones. But his biggest contributions took place off stage. He was a key strategist and fundraiser and mediator for yep. the civil rights movement. Uh, He became a close friend of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, who often retired to Belafonte's palatial New York apartment to talk strategy and to escape the pressures of the civil rights movement. Belafonte's political consciousness was shaped by the experience of growing up as, as an impoverished son of a poor Jamaican mother who worked as a domestic servant. He was quoted as saying, I was an activist long before I became an artist. They both service each other, but the activism is first. Belafonte saw the civil rights movement as a global struggle. He led a campaign against apartheid in South Africa. He mobilized support for the fight against HIV AIDS and became a UNICEF Goodwill ambassador. He also came up with the idea for recording the 1985 hit song, We Are the World, which assembled an amazing group of pop and rock stars, including Bob Dylan, Michael Jackson, and Bruce Springsteen to raise money to fight the famine in Africa. So we lost a great entertainer, but also an amazing human being. So tonight we honor Harry Belafonte. Hey, wow!
2: Man. Hey, man. And what an in- extraordinary life.
0: Yeah. Bobby mentioned my, my fashion career. I did uh, uh, many years ago, I did the Lee Elder Invitational Golf Tournament in uh, in North Carolina, and Harry Belafonte and Johnny Mathis were both the headliner. Oh, wow. uh, or, or, wow. So it was to, to have both of them in that. I have to find those pictures. It, it, it was an amazing uh, time of my like, little fashion career. Um, well, thank you guys for this episode of Let's Get Newsy. We sure got newsy tonight. Okay, right there, we, right we, hope, we hope that all of you our viewers have gotten some from our show tonight. At least our opinion on how we see it and how it happened. Um, next week, uh, May the 5th, we have the opportunity uh, from last week, we had the I Am Awards that, that were here that honored the uh, amazing artists in the LGBTQIA community. Next week, we have the uh, creator and the innovative Mr. Antonio Driver. He's the executive director of Speak Out USA. And again, he created I Am, the I Am Awards. He will be with us next week. And um, we also have another special guest who will be joining them. We have someone who wants to come in who actually won an award during the I Am Awards and they will be with us uh, next week as well. Yes, so uh, to end the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, our words of the week uh, this week from our illustrious co-host, Bobby. It is certain in in any case that ignorance aligns with power is the most ferocious enemy justice can have. And those are words from the incredible James Baldwin, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah. Baldwin. Baldwin, Baldwin, Baldwin. Well, thank you guys, you know, love you much. Um, stay warm this weekend, stay dry.
1: Wakanda. What, Wakanda.
0: And, um, <laughs> and can I announce, uh, Bobby will not be with us next week. He, he is oh. traveling and he won't be with us and we, we will miss your soul.
2: Um, I will miss you guys. I will.
1: Working I will re- frequent. Re- but
2: but,
0: but <laughs> we will. I'll be
2: reviewing in a documentary to see if I'm in it. No, I'll be uh, up, <laughs> up, 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 up north in Massachusetts going back to my old stomping grounds. <laughs> well, we will hold it down as much as we
0: can. Yes, and, and, and we will look forward to seeing our beautiful audience and viewers on the next episode of He Said. He Said. He Said. You all be oh. good now. Have a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.
1: Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> that is perfect. Oh no! Who did?